Welcome to the show. This is babbling and dabbling. You already know we are podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Uh. Uh, welcome to the show. This is babbling and dabbling. You already know we are podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Uh. Skill level, I'm not that great, but like you know, the problem, like one of the things that we had in my band, like me and Chris, when I was in Reaching for Resolve, mm-hmm. he was a great guitarist. Not as good of a musician. A musician. I was a better me. Like I would end up doing most of the songwriting. Yes. But he would like be like like he would fill in more of the like more difficult parts when it came to the playing the guitar and whatever. He'd come up with like a riff, but he couldn't come up with like a whole song. You know what I mean? And his riffs were probably not musically inclined. Like he could write something really good, but it wasn't yeah. really matching the transitions and like what. Yeah. The music behind it. So I end up having to go, okay, that's good. Let's try doing this to get the to yes. work in the rest of the song format. You know what I mean? I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Word. Is, was any of that pre-roll? Are we recording? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, just the part where you started talking about the guy from Reaching for Resolve. Okay. That's when I, I was like... I was like, man, we're missing content. I clicked it. And then you name dropped as soon as I hit record. I'm like, oh, I'll ask him about that later. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hopefully he wanted that on the audio. <laughs> oh, who did I name? Chris? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, he don't care. We There was a, a, a mutual understanding that, like, I was better at actually writing the full songs, and he was better at writing, like, hard riffs and stuff, so I would, like, use those riffs to, like, help format a full song. They were dope, man. Weird. Seen you, those man. guys. <laughs> I've seen you guys play, man. I was like, oh, man, I know what you're doing. <laughs> Uh, Half the fun is not not, what you're doing, not quite on the same level as Illusionist though or Adia. Like Adia was fucking an insane project y'all had, dude. It was so good. We only had one show, and yeah. it was dope. And the album was okay, but dude, I still listen to that album. Are you serious? Yeah, I have it on my uh, iPhone, man. It's yes, good. man. That's awesome to hear. <laughs> I had the uh, last song, Illuminate. Um, I remember Zane was uh, no, it wasn't Zane. I think Eric was like, oh, I don't like it because I'll send him, hey man, easier sells. Easier progressions, easier everything. Yeah. When people hear a hook, they hook onto the music, and they're like, shit, mm-hmm. that's got a chorus that I can catch on to. I'm like, just let me write this song. So I wrote the song through, and it had its chorus, the repetitive chorus. It had an ending, and then we put it out, and it was dope, and they loved it. And I was like, well, I'm going to go record one more thing. And they're like, okay. And Zane was like, do not put an acoustic part in that song. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And, me, and then he did it. <laughs> <laughs> me, Yachty, and Cameron spent all day on this acoustic part singing together. And he was like listening to it, like shaking his head. He said, it was amazing. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that's so much fun. Oh, man. That's one thing I do prefer about like real instruments is like the flexibility that you have with music. Because... Doing, I, I rap and make beats and shit. So when I make beats, they're like copy and fucking paste, and I, I just can't uh-huh. get out of it because I'm not really, I'm not making it for myself. I don't have a song in mind when I'm making it. I'm just putting shit together, and it's really more like a template. Like if an artist wants it, I'll work with them on the back end. Like if you want me to add, drop, you know, yeah. change some shit up to fit your song better, I will. But right now, this is just a template. But with a, you know, with a real, with real music, it's a lot easier. Real instruments, I mean, it's a lot easier to just fucking. You know, hey, I like this, but what about if we did this here? And boom, boom, boom. Because I worked on that song with Lance, and oh, yeah. that's what we were doing, just back and forth, bouncing ideas. And it was like, man, this is a lot funner than fucking making rap uh-huh. music. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going so far? Are y'all it's s- fucking, that's it. That's all that's oh, happening. that's just a one Lance, session. <laughs> Lance, Lance was like, come, well, you can come back next weekend. And I'm like, all right. And then I came, I came home but, that weekend, and he was like ignoring me. I'm like, Lance, what the fuck? Why are you playing with my emotions? And then he's been busy ever since with like vacations and family stuff. And I'm like, all right, I get it. <laughs> that goes when you're trying to collab with somebody. Yeah. On music. That's why he started going solo on a lot of the things we're working to, man. on. I had to, yeah. It's just, um, other people, Lance sucks. Dude, one of the hardest <laughs> things when it comes to music is, especially with that many people when it comes to a band is everyone being on the same page and everybody like, it's just us two on the podcast, and we can't even get on yeah, the Yeah, I know, page. dude. <laughs> <laughs> now, that plays a big role in it, man, because yeah. everyone's going to have a different outlook on it. Some people have 
do music for just a hobby. Some people yeah. want it to put food on their table, and then you got the other people who just have an instrument just to have it. Yeah. And um, I've only met a few other people in my life that we were on that same level, but we just could not make it. And that's yeah. why I gave up music because like my I was selfish with it, and that's my fault because I grew up in music my whole entire life. The little kid playing piano, I was like, one day I'm going to make it big. Like this is my destiny. Yeah. You know, like this is what I live for. And every time I got in a band, they didn't have that same outlook. Like I made it a job, and they're like, "Dude, why are you being so serious?" Yeah, because like, this is fucking serious. That's why. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, you have to. I mean, that's the, you have to take it seriously exactly. yeah. if you want to make it. Because I was ready to leave my family, my fiance, like everything behind. Like goodbye. Like I'm homeless now. Like on the road, and everyone's like. I just don't want to do that. So, yeah. that I know. Yeah, I mean, really, like, it's it's one of those things where yeah, it's it has to it's be your basically a one. kind of a pipe dream. Like, you have to like make it almost an impossible task mm-hmm. in order for it to work. Like, because there's plenty of bands that like kind of make it for a while, like they have a good streak, but then it just doesn't last, and they're back to working their yeah. regular. Yep. So, really, you just have to go. Is it worth the possible outcome? Exactly. Yeah, and you just... It's a huge risk take yeah. because if the industry doesn't like what you're putting out, except for your local kids, then you're yeah. done. Because as soon as you hit the road and you go somewhere and they're like, this is sucks, that's it for you. Yeah. Because they're going to tell everybody else and then people are going to be posting and it's just... It's not It's not even worth it. Not worth the money to me anymore. It's not worth my time. I'm just kind of like, you know what? I can put my passion into something else I'm passionate about and make yeah. a better income, So, which has been the case, so... Yeah, that's that's another drawback is it takes so long to see money from music. Mm-hmm. Most people are just like, ah. if, yeah. yeah, if you if. see money from music, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's the point where I tell people I was being selfish about it because it really shouldn't be just about the, the money. Yeah, but it was for me because I'm like, I'm grinding, and I ain't getting shit in return. So yeah. I don't want nothing to do with it anymore. It's just wasting my time when I can be grinding some other ways. You know, so yeah. I totally get that. I don't know. If I wouldn't have had kids, I'd have been... I was fine being homeless, chasing my dream. Well, my whole thing was, like, the the mindset I had for a long time, and still to an, an extent kind of have, but I have a less, like, expectation of, like... Achieving it actually, it. Yeah, achieving anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my, I was like, okay, so I know this is probably won't be successful given the, certainly, like, given the odds, but I... Even if it's just a life experience, I want to have that life experience of, like, I tried. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even if I end up, like, if if we get to a a point, like, in a band, you know, where we're touring or we're having fun or we're we're going around the country playing shows, even if that doesn't become, like, a lifelong thing or successful thing, I had that life experience. True. You know, and I can take that with me. Memories that will never be erased. Exactly. Exactly. I totally get that. It's like that quote, I'd rather deal with oh wills instead of what ifs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And my my goal, my main goal after I started having a family was like, let me just experience it. I don't want to be famous yeah. forever. I don't want to do this forever. I just, I have this dream. I've wanted to do this dream for so long. Mm-hmm. Let me get to a point where I can enjoy the fruits of the labor. And then... Once I get in it for like, man, you know, maybe five years tops, I'm like, fucking, you know, if I get that big five years, let me live that. I fucking, I'd be like, all right, I can channel my energy into something else. Exactly. But at least you, know. you got to say that. Yeah, I don't, you, I don't have to die a failure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I'm going to oh. die a failure. Now, so. Well, we have this podcast, so you're not that much of a failure. I mean, you know, yeah, still man. pretty close, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> One foot in the failure grave. <laughs> Hey, do you think I should change up the beat or just keep the beat the same? I love that beat. I know it's so good for intro. Yeah, isn't it? I don't want to. I don't want to get rid of it. Hold on. I don't like change. <laughs> That's right. You need to change your fucking diet. Say so stop shitting so much. Listen to this beat. You think this is a good intro beat? Somebody said this sounds like the Nutcracker in Bankhead. Atlanta. Yep. Okay. Alright. It does have uh, festive vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's really yeah. weird, right? <laughs> it's got this vibe to it, though. Like, just... Kind of like Christmas, but kind of gangster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to hit up <laughs> East Atlanta Santa Volume 4 yeah. featuring fucking me on the beats. <laughs> All right, but yeah, I just, I don't know. 
Let's go ahead and knock out the uh, the plugs and stuff like that. That way we can uh, start getting into certain topics. That's a long-ass pre-roll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're like nine and a half minutes in right now. Yeah. All right, oh, well, yeah. hold on. Hold on. What about this weird ass beat? I like that one the most. That's I like that one so more. Christmas. Oh, you like the name? Dylan, name this one. What is it? Kitty Meow Meow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was just making it at the house one day. I'm like, what should I name this? He goes, Kitty Meow Meow. I'm like, okay. I like that one so much more than the last one. That one's sick. I like that one. It's like the weirdest, like, this is not my style of beat at all. I just yeah. was fucking around one day. You made that? Yeah. Okay, man. <laughs> I feel you. I gotta say, though, like, this isn't my natural, this isn't like my normal style, but I like making these kind of beats so much more than trap beats. Yeah. It's dope, dude. I would track over that, man. I would track over that. Yeah? Yeah, I like that a lot. Like I said, I don't know what it is about it, but I just made it. I was fucking around. But I love it. Like, I'll listen to it in the truck just riding down the road. I'm just like, okay. See, man, you're not a failure. I mean, you got a podcast and gassy beats. (laughs) I mean, I'm not doing shit with either one of them. (laughs) What's what's worse than being a failure is, like, you know, having all the tools for success and not making it, you know? Like, still making sure you fail. Yeah, right? Basically. (laughs) I'm like Arthur Blank, man. I got all the tools to build a championship team and still can't fucking, you know, win it when it counts. Alright, yeah, so if you're listening, this is a plug for my beats. Buy some. <laughs> I guess. Alright, we're gonna get into the fucking plugs and stuff now. This is just a loop. I made this one, but it's just like a loop. I threw a little road on it and some drums. Alright. Welcome to another episode of Babbling and Dabbling. This is episode 49, to be named at the end of the episode <laughs> by our guest, Max Moore. Oh, yeah, by the way, you're going to be doing that at the end of the episode, so just kind of keep that in mind. I'll be thinking yeah. about it this whole yeah. time. Yep, that's great. <laughs> all right, if you want to follow the podcast on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook are all at Babbling Dabbling. That's B A B B L I N. D A B B L I N. Yeah. If you'd like to follow me, Camden. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook are all at DFlamingo187, or my music page on Facebook is 91Cam187. Uh, Scott. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to keep up with my music, you can uh, find me at soundcloud.com slash hazardwave. That's H-A-Z-A-R-D-W-A-V-E. Uh, links to my other socials are there, and pick up my album, Calamity Cafe, uh, on all major platforms, or stream it on Spotify. Dope. Hey, we have merch. Do we have merch? We do have merch. Oh, shit. We have merch, guys. We have for a while now. And some people have bought it. And nobody yeah. since those people bought it have bought it anymore. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's change that. Let's break the cycle. Hashtag, you know, change yeah, for the future. We got all kinds of cool know. stuff like coffee mugs and pillows and shirts, jackets, all that good stuff, man. Get it. Should have got on the wave and made some coronavirus masks. Yeah, it was the well, I got it. We got an email about how we can make some now if we want. Oh, dear. Well, it's a little <laughs> fucking late, Teespring. Thanks. Right. Uh, Max, do you got any plugs you want to shout out? Your Instagram, your you know, social media stuffs. Well, Max Moore Marketing LLC is the only thing I'm going to shout out. So go check it out if you need any marketing needs, logos made, or videography, event coordinations. Dope. Dope. So I saw that picture of the uh, fireworks last night, man. That shit looked dope. I don't I have a DSLR <laughs> camera, and I'm always, like, thinking about photo ops. And that was, like, a really good photo opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just completely forgot, man. So yeah. I appreciate that. What kind of DSLR, uh, DSLR do you I have? got a... Um, uh, Nikon. Nikon. Yeah, Nikon. Uh, 3500? Yeah, I think so. Like, your most basic one, like, um, with no extra gadgets or anything. Gotcha. Yeah, a buddy of mine's got basically the same exact camera, except it costs two hundred dollars more, and it's got like a flip out screen and like touch screen and all that kind of stuff. Like, man, it's dope. You but up. I don't. <laughs> I guess I don't technically need all that as long as the picture quality is the same. I can make it work. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's really not even about the camera too much. If you get a good lens yeah. and you're a good photographer, you're gonna get some gassy photos. That's just yeah. the point. Yeah, gassy. Gassy, it is. I'm super gassy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Scott feels that one, bro. <laughs> so speaking of marketing, which we need, videography, which we need. <laughs> yeah. You want to join the podcast, bro? <laughs> you trying to pod with us, dog? <laughs> 
That's surprise that's inquiry. I'm totally in for that. That'd be a lot of fun, honestly. So, oh, I did not expect that. that. <laughs> All right, so that'll be an off-air conversation. <laughs> yeah, we'll for talk sure. about that yeah. later. <laughs> On-air application. Let's go. <laughs> uh, shit. So. All right, Steve. so you got so you got your uh, your marketing, and that's for you know videography, photography. Now, uh, are you is that the only thing you're pushing? You got anything else under your belt that you've been uh, working on or planning for or doing? So I do have a cross Kodak team. It's me and my wife. Um, Maxmore Marketing is just for local businesses or people who are just looking for like a logo design, yeah. just simple logo designs. Um, if you just need some unprofessional advice, I mean people are like how can i build my page i'm like it's really common sense yeah. get a tiktok promote yourself <laughs> on tiktok we have put your link in the bio i mean am i lying have y'all been on tiktok no i well i have and i've seen a lot of tiktok videos but i'm not via third party but uh, i'm not a I huge fan of tiktok i'm not a fan of the actual format itself like me mm -hmm. using it but because i don't want to find all the good videos but there are good videos on it there's some great content on there i will yeah. tell you um, I've gotten a lot of my marketing ideas and my photography team ideas just from TikTok because people are promoting their stuff and then you go look at their stuff and you're like, what gear are they using? And then how do they use their gear? And it's just like, what's that website where skills, 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 it's exactly the same thing, but okay. cooler videos, but we're going to bleep their name out cause they're not paying us. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to believe anyways. Skill snare. Yeah. <laughs> Change it to something else. Shill scare. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I just have a marketing agency. No plans for that to get any bigger. That was just to fund another project I was working on. And um, it's basically shooting commercials for people. Okay. And not just businesses, but like individuals who just want to market themselves. Like people who want to build like their social interactions, you know, like. I'll market you in yeah. general. So I have a lot of ideas behind that. I don't want to really bounce those out there yet. Yeah, yeah, no but, problem. Uh, would you ever get into like doing recording like music videos and stuff like that? Like mm -hmm. basically all aspects when it comes to videography Everything. that you have, you're, you're competent in? Exit. Okay. Yep. I'm, I'm shooting for you come to me for whatever you need. I can do that exact thing for you no okay. there's no all right so i need music videos for free <laughs> and you just said you could do that exact thing for that's me that's it come to, come to me and i'm gonna get that for you exactly <laughs> yeah that's that's the goal man how long you've been getting into this kind of stuff um marketing i've been getting into that for the last two and a half years that's what i'm going to school for right now um okay the photography thing I did when I was in middle school and it all it took was just one person telling me like, dude, your pictures suck. And I was like, yo, it's a cyber shot. Yeah. <laughs> this camera sucks anyways, you know? But after that, I was like, I was too embarrassed to ever do it again. And I just yeah. picked it up again. And I've just, it's been this fiery passion for it. Just like, dude. <laughs> Yeah, we're occasionally going to be hitting sound bites. Stuff like that. I had no idea either. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'll tickle your butthole. <laughs> you got so many random things on there, man. Yeah. Um, and, oh, fuck. I forgot to get the damn video you put in the group chat to get the fucking sound bites out of there. What? The little, video? The. Takashi Six Nine video where they, were, oh, they yeah. dubbed it. <laughs> I was gonna get some sound bites out of that, but I forgot. Oh man, That's do that hilarious. after the podcast. Um, I will say, I will say this. All right. The main reason I started the Maxmore Marketing page is because I was applying. I swear, at least ten jobs a week for marketing positions, and you're like, you're not eligible. You're not eligible. Oh, I saw that on your bio. He's like, not qualified? Fine, I'll just work for myself or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Like, That's fine. cool if I'm not qualified because I'm running my own business and making just as much money. I just would yeah. feel safer under a W-2. Who yeah. wouldn't, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that's cool if I'm not qualified. I mean, I'm sorry I don't have a doctorate degree in about 14 subjects, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> My paycheck's qualified, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so I got a question for Scott real quick. This is not pertaining oh, okay. to you, Max. Uh, Scott, the question for you is, why do you hate women? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you mean, man? No, I'm just fucking <laughs> with you about that post. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, 
That's that's a long conversation. We're not getting into. Yeah, it. We're not I just, get I just into wanted to drop now. that random question on you. Well, fuck you. <laughs> I love women. <laughs> you just hate that they have rights. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of worse things we're gonna get canceled for. That's oh it. my gosh, that was horrible. Oh yeah, we're horrible. So terrible. I don't even know why anybody listens. Women should have rights. I love women. Just want to make that known. He's not kidding. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, I was just canceling. I was erasing that off of my questions list. Oh, okay, good. Glad he got that out the way. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't prepare questions for Max. I just I was writing topics for like yeah. episodes, and then you were like, "Oh, we're gonna have somebody in with us this Sunday." I'm like, "All right, cool." Well, the other shit can wait till another episode, but that one I was that like, one was go. too. It's kind of time sensitive, you know. Yeah, that that yeah. post happened the other day. I got with age, it won't be as. Is um, damning for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know what you said, um, but all right. <laughs> all right. So, what uh, with the marketing stuff? Who 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 have you worked with that you can talk about? I guess. I guess there's always some kind of like secrecy. Oh uh, yeah. Projects aren't ready or whatever. But like anybody in particular around here that you've worked with that is like kind of like a big impact job. Uh, we'll say no to that i have not worked on huge projects um only because i'm not comfortable doing that yet and i'll tell them that you know i'll get customers that are asking for a, a bunch of things out of my league i'm like yo you might want to go spend six thousand dollars you know <laughs> in yeah. atlanta or something but yeah. um i i say the most work i do are lawn care services I, they're oh, everywhere wow. they are everywhere yeah. and um beauty people who do like makeup and stuff oh yeah all it took was grabbing some roses and putting them together and putting like a gradient like fade on this font yeah and it's like messages after messages from girls who do makeup like hey i want the same thing hey i want the same thing so <laughs> that's what took off the marketing the marketing page yeah. so no that, one in particular that's one thing that's so weird to me about like branding is like somebody sees an image and they all want that image. Mm -hmm. It's like, you, don't you want to be original and have your own uniqueness exactly. instead of being yeah. like every other beautician <laughs> or, you know, in this case anyway, but yeah, I, I've never understood that about like, same thing with content on fucking, on social media. Like everybody just steals memes, writes them mm -hmm. out as their own and tries to be yeah. funny. And it's like, come on, man. And nobody even cares. Nobody even cares. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm stuck in an old, old way of thinking where, you know, things matter. Now they don't. It's possible. <laughs> Forgot we're trying to move to a communist society. Everything's everybody's. <laughs> That's another conversation. <laughs> so um, how do you feel about law enforcement? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. The police. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, you don't really have to get into this if you don't want yeah, to. <laughs> you can. You don't it's have to. It's a touchy to subject right now, man, because there's a lot of people that, you know, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, fuck it. I'm going to get into that my opinion on it, but yeah, I'm told, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I guess people have called me a bootlicker before and I've gotten blocked over it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's that aside, do you get to decide if you're a bootlicker or is that somebody else that decides that for you? Seems to be the internet that decides it for you. <laughs> but uh, anyways, there seems to be a lot of people that are either A, for um, the defunding of the police, yeah. or B, total abolishment of the police, which to me is just wild. <laughs> I don't think that's sustainable or going to work. But if you ask me, I think that uh, we should probably fund the police more and make the training more difficult as if they're trying to get into the military and weed out, and weed the, out the bullshit. That's the problem right now is the, the military, militarization of the police. Well, that's that not exactly what I'm say. talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> I want them to be competent like the way you have to be to be in the military, at least to a, de a degree. You know, cops... They train once, like mandatory training, like as far as like they train like once for however long it is. And then they go and they're expected to do their job like the rest of the time. To my knowledge, I'm not a cop, so obviously I don't know. But I do know that when it comes to the military, they're constantly training and like not just on their physical selves, but like scenario, scenario based training. Right. And I think that should be like with one of the hardest jobs in the world and one of the most like consequential when it comes to their actions and how and who it affects which is our own country citizens they need to be competent at their job 
and not just for their safety, but like our safety, but for theirs. So everybody, yeah, that's you know, I don't want to get into a hikaro. It's a touchy subject, but that's my opinion. We can have touchy topics, still maintain a decent conversation about it. Not this one, because fuck you, bootlicker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my, my biggest thing about the whole defund the police thing is I think the the phrasing is is uh, a little inflammatory. People see defund the police and they automatically jump to, what the fuck are we going to do without police? Yeah. Well, defund, like, no, the, the saying, term. No, jump to abolishment. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the term defund, like, means to keep from receiving any yeah. kind of, you know, monetary gains so it's like yeah defund actually does mean stop them from getting paid what the yeah. what the main message is trying to be is pay them less like not pay them less take away their yeah, big funding. budgets yeah. that they have so they don't have to be as involved as they are with every facet of you know the community because they're doing a whole bunch of shit that cops shouldn't even be there for whereas you could take some of that budget invested into other areas in the community and have to hopefully prevent mental health you know Professionals that are out it's there. It's like preventative maintenance instead of reactive maintenance. Yeah. I mean, it's like so many different things that the money could be I'm doing. I'm not entirely against the sentiment. I just don't, like, I get it. And it doesn't sound that that bad. It would be an interesting experiment. And it's being done, so to speak, I guess. Some places, in, yeah. in some places. But I just, I don't think that it's going to be, uh, I don't think it's the best solution. But I do see the merit in attempting it or trying it, I guess, with a perspective on it. So. I don't know. I don't know what the best solution is. Oh, yeah, me neither. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that this is the best solution. I just, leaving things the way they are definitely isn't the best solution. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, man. But uh, anyway, marketing, that's cool. Uh, lawn care. <laughs> beauticians. <laughs> that was oh, awesome. Tangent there. <laughs> that was a nice transition. Yeah. <laughs> Smooth. What kind of music did you play? <laughs> uh, metal. I All did a it. lot of metal, and uh, yeah, I went from metal to acoustic to you know eighty synth pop, and I mean, it's just it's, it's all over the place. Man. Yeah. I love that that little eighties retro song you had, man. Thanks, man. I, I think you got anything you want to play on the podcast, man? I don't. I don't no. have anything. No. So sorry. All right. Well, so that's see that's the thing. I, I'll record music, and I'll be like, oh man, this is this is good. I get to the end of it. This song sucks. Dude, I can't stand I fucking this. know, man. And then I don't, I, I don't even want to put it out. I just want to trash it and start over. And then you start yeah. over and it's worse than the song you were just working on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make a beat. Like, I'm in the truck a lot. I, you know, I'm on the road and shit. So I'll make a beat sometimes. And I'll, just, I'll listen to it and be like, yeah, this bitch hard. And then I'll, like, format it and everything. You know, verse, hook, verse, whatever, whatever pattern I'm going with. And I'll just sit there and listen to it over and over again. I'm just like, man, this bitch sucks. This is not writing like I thought it would. This yeah. ain't it, Chief. Well, usually what I have to do, if I start getting to a point where I hate a song, I just like, okay, this is going to go in the vault. I'm not going to work on this for a while and just let it load back up in my, like, or let it, my brain start to forget mm -hmm. about it. And then when I listen to it again, usually I'm like, okay, it's not bad. Yeah. I just got tired <laughs> of hearing it. You know? I get that. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I listened to the one yeah. you're talking, that 80s song. I listened to it a week ago and my wife was like, Oh my gosh, throwback. And I'm like, this is sick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a bop, dog. <laughs> I've also noticed that I am terrible at judging my own music because in previous groups that I was in, the songs that I would hate and like the other members would hate, it would be everybody's favorite. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude. And then we're just stuck playing that shit at live shows. And I'm like, fuck my life. <laughs> we made this song we, I used to be in this group called Sinville It was me and two other guys And uh, we had this song called Oh My God is a Dragon And we were making fun of like famous rappers at the time So we each picked somebody to be Like Travis Porter when they were You know relevant, Rick Ross and it's Like Soldier Boy and shit We were just, we were rapping like we were them And it was a stupid song but everybody that heard it one. loved Play that it. song. Yeah, Play we'd, be at the, we'd be at a show. They'd be like, dude, what's a dragon? Do the dragon song. I'm like, shut, dude, the, shut the fuck up, man. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, digging that shirt. I think I saw that last time you wore it. Yeah, who does? dope shirt. Yeah, I've been wearing it since yesterday. Retro. Cowboy Bebop, man. You into anime or anything like that? Uh, No, I'm not. I will say that I've watched <laughs> Be Ready, Death Note. 
And uh, Ooh. that was off the chain. That's pretty yeah, weird amazing. for not an anime guy to go straight to like Death Note. Death really? Note. I thought that was a pretty like standard. I mean, mainstream that's anime. what I, that's yeah. why I said ready for yourself because yeah. I was like, well, if you are gonna watch a mainstream anime, that's the one to watch. Like it's good. Well, it's most so people good. that don't watch anime are like Dragon Ball Z or maybe even yeah. Naruto or something like that. Um, Attack on Titan was also was oh Dude, my god! Do you what watch you, the whole thing? Yeah, like, it's all so the great. Se- all the seasons. I it's, haven't watched the last, the latest season. Or, oh, I have. <laughs> Oh, it's so, so good. good. But like, how are you not an anime fan, but you've watched those two? <laughs> what? <laughs> one of my bands, everyone in the, everyone watched anime, and I was the only one who didn't. So when I'm sitting there, and we're not recording or watching, and I'm like, I just can't do this, man. I was like, okay, let, <laughs> just give me something I should watch. And Zane said Death Note, and I was like, all right, man, I'm watching it. Yeah. And I, for real, just did not stop freaking watching it's it. It's amazing. It is seriously good from start I, to finish. I haven't gotten into Death Note yet, the manga or the anime, but what? Yeah, dude, you got it. what? Dude, I know, right? Oh my god, I hear about it huh? a lot. Yeah, you gotta watch it, man. I. Yeah. I will. Ja- Jamie, pull it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, podcast over. <laughs> Pulling up Death Note and going in. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I got into like the new shit, and then like I was like, oh man, I'm missing out on a lot of old shit, like Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, you know, a bunch yeah. of older, really yeah. good ones. Trigun. Somebody recommended that shit was pretty dope. I haven't seen a lot of those old like Trigun or anything like that. Yeah, no. Inuyasha was dope. I yeah. Man, I, I could not find that anywhere. I loved it. And you watch it, it was dope. Cowboy Bebop was dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Man, I I tried, I had Crunchyroll for the longest time, and like Inuyasha just wasn't on there. And I'm like, okay. I got Funimation now. Cause Isn't I, it on? Uh, it was on Netflix. Netflix. For, it was, was it? Yeah, it was on Netflix for a while. Oh, fuck me then, right? <laughs> Man, I started watching Attack on Titan when it was like, as it was coming out. Like, there, I think when I started watching, there was only four episodes out. Oh so gosh. I had to wait a week at a time to like to Dude, watch so it. you were living it. Yeah, I'm it so took sorry. about episode <laughs> eight to finally break and read the manga. Like I was like I could not wait. What's the manga? What's that? Oh, it's, it's the, just the comic. the comic novel version. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so Inuyasha is still on Netflix for anybody concerned about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's what I've been on lately is manga. I, I got the Shonen mm-hmm. Jump app, so I just like it's like two bucks a month. I pretty much never read manga, but. Attack on Titan broke me. Like that was like the first anime to make me go, "All right, I gotta know what happens." And <laughs> I broke and started reading the anime, the manga, and I got way ahead of the anime. And then uh, I got caught up on the manga to where I was waiting a week at a time to see new chapters. And then I stopped. And then like a year or two later, finally, Attack on Titan caught up like on the show yeah. uh, caught up to where I last read. Uh, lucky, <laughs> yeah. And the manga was like even further, but. Uh, I'm forcing myself not to read the last couple, like the last season, because we're supposed to be getting the final season of AOT oh, this yeah. year or <laughs> next year. So I'm like, uh, Alex, that was in, uh, on the meme de- of the decade yeah. thing, he sent me a link to read Attack on Titan. Mm. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. I yeah, want it's to. Such an amazing show. It's so good, man. I know. I know. I want to wait it out. It's like. I haven't played the game yet. There's a game. Where you're literally just flying around. Have you played it? I've seen it yeah. on TikTok. It looked interesting, but it just, I'm, not, I'm not gonna buy it. It just looked like it was jumping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, was. <laughs> it was just jumping from building to building. But um, I, I'm really into. If I had to choose anime, I only like the scary kind. Like it has to be horror, like super gory, okay. and I just couldn't find that anywhere. And Attack on Titan and Death Note had that. See, I wouldn't know. I've heard that. I wouldn't know. Uh, this girl, like. Uh, she, um, I thought it was Elf Lied. I always call it Elf and Lead, but yeah, I don't it, know. It depends. <laughs> There's this girl basically has these invisible, um, they call them vectors, and uh, she's also like kind of insane. <laughs> but to, to the outside insane. world, it looks like she's psychic mm-hmm. or not, but like telekinetic, so to speak. But she like she has these invisible, like almost like tentacles, kind of, but they're not mm-hmm. tentacles, they're just like. But the public can't see it. The public can't see it, yeah, but they can fucking, like, slice people up and shit and, like, fuck them up. This is very I think boring. I've seen some gifs on Facebook <laughs> yeah. of that. And she has, like, a, this weird, like, split personality thing where she's, like, like fucked up and doing shit like that. And then, mm-hmm. like, she goes to this, like, little innocent girl and she has, like... N- there's like no resemblance whatsoever. So some people know her only as that. I don't, don't want to give too much away, but it's very gory. Yeah, very that's, good. that's what I would yeah. prefer then, yeah. I can, Afro I can. Samurai is pretty gory. Never seen it. 
Yeah. I know I need to, though. It's only like five episodes long, the whole series. That's all they've got on Funimation anyway. But oh, so that's why you like Well, then that's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's super gory. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Well. Pretty gory. Yeah. In, in, in bits and pieces, but not like full-blown. Goblin Slayer is pretty fucked up. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Demon Slayer, is that like, have you watched that? Oh, it's good. I read uh, the It's manga. actually really good, but I'm not sure it's... It would be classified under horror or yeah, maybe the first episode, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I read the manga and it was really good. Yeah. Um. So you've played a lot of moving on like to your music stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. You've played a lot of shows, right? I have. Yeah. You have got quite the experience. All right. Well, that's going to bring me into my favorite question that I ask everybody. What is one of your most embarrassing moments or like botched bad shows or something went wrong? Do you have any stories or anything like that? Yeah. Shows? I, right, oh, it, man, it's horrible. Um, I, do you know Taylor Wooden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I wasn't. Taylor Wooden, uh, that's. Uh, I know of him. Yes. he After me, the Flood Screamer. After me, the Flood Screamer. Yes. Yeah. We, um, see, I used to play music with that whole band, basically, not uh, excluding some of them, but. We used to have a band called Dial Adora back in the day. And it used to be, I vaguely remember that, yeah. Yes, we used to be called the Armored March before that. And uh, it was me, Taylor, Thomas, um, some other people. But we went to play a show, and we thought we were the shit. And we only would play like 3-2-1, 3-2-1 on the fretboard, you know. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> and um, we get up on stage, and these douchebags come up to us. And we didn't know they were trolling us, but they were like, yeah, man, we work with the venue. Uh, let us let us go ahead and, uh, you know, tune your guitars for you. Okay, cool. Yeah, shit. Yeah, man, we're famous. You know, <laughs> let's let these go. <laughs> Just these random. <laughs> Hell yeah, we know we got roadies. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> so we let them tune it, and they tune it like chromatic. You know what I mean by that? Like yeah, one note right beside the next. Yeah, all the way up. Yeah. Dude, when I tell you. We were up there trying to tune while we were playing. <laughs> oh my god! You know, and standing every, in the crowd looking for him, you son of a bitch. Oh, they were gone, dude. They were nowhere to be found. <laughs> it's like they ran in there, tuned our shit, and ran. But, <laughs> but um, you know, we made such a big deal about that show, and we had a, a lot of people come out, and it oh, was man, in Douglasville. It was so embarrassing, dude. <laughs> it, that was the most embarrassing thing in my life. But yeah, sounds fun. Oh yeah. man, I would that never. is rough, dude. Because we were trying to harmonize an arpeggio in one of the songs, and I'm sure you can only imagine. Just <laughs> uh, that's kind of amazing, but also like, I really wish I knew those kids. Yes. I wish I knew them now. I'd be like, you, you've really ruined me. You need yeah. Jesus. That's what he would well, say. Well, we wouldn't have that story now, though, if uh, that ever happened. Hey, man, me, I want to meet you outside real quick. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, who I mean, tuned my guitar? I just yeah. want to talk to you. Let's go outside. I just you want to talk. Great job. Yeah, let me. Uh, it was so bad. I want to praise you in the parking lot. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll never forget that. Wow. I think we stopped playing, dude. I think yeah. We after that song, we seriously put our shit up and just <laughs> just gave it up because <laughs> we didn't have tuners. We didn't have floor two. We didn't. We're, we're so lost right now. We don't even know where to go from here. It's we, been good. We yeah. were doing the whole, you know, put your finger on the fifth fret, and like I listened to Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we're okay. We're both in tune, you know. <laughs> that is rough, dude. Oh my god. I hate myself for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how to tune shit without like a tuner being there. But like I, when I was working with Lance, that on that one song, he was sitting there. He had a keyboard, and he hit the note, and then he. Tune his guitar string. Hit the note. Tune his guitar string. Hit, yeah, I'm like, damn, shit. Heard, My ears ain't that good. <laughs> um, back when we used to practice in a storage unit um, at a little house storage, at the end of the storage unit, there was another band that would practice there. They had about four storage units, and the walls knocked out in between them, so they had this, like, you could throw a show out of there. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, they had, like, a studio in there and a fridge and mm-hmm. an AC. I mean, it was nice. And uh, the guy there um, was showing us around. He's like, oh, yeah, check this out. He's his guitar. And he just like, if you ever want to like just change the notes on this or change the tuning, you just he like strummed it and then pressed a button and the whole guitar like changed to a different tuning. Mm-hmm. And you just see the little things and, and change. I was like, holy fuck. Do people still have those? I guess. Because <laughs> I, I remember when it came out and it was like the biggest thing ever, but I've never seen it in person. 
Yeah, I mean, he was just able to hit a string and then, oh, okay, I want this to be this tuning or uh, for real, man, by some elect- via some electronic thing. You just strum it, it turns all yeah. the keys for you. For yeah. You. yeah, I know, it's insane, dude. It's Let's insane. change this to drop this and a whole different tuning, and it just <laughs> and it goes right to it. Shit was crazy, man. The future is now, <laughs> and they're playing in a storage unit. All that money and all that equipment, <laughs> but they just did it for the love. I mean, they just loved music, man. And they were, you know, they were fine with just. Well, I don't know if they were fine with it, but they, they enjoyed <laughs> you knew playing well. shows. <laughs> they yeah. acted like <laughs> they enjoyed playing, like you know, bars and stuff. And they would hang out there every night or every weekend or something. Yeah. See, that was always my problem too. I think it might be. It's weird because with playing guitar and like being a band, you could make a living. Never leaving your state. Yeah. You yeah. just be home every night, play like dive bars and shit like that. But like as a rapper, you can't do that. So like you have to be yeah. at least, you know, yeah, semi-nationally or like full-blown nationally to even make an income off of rap. And, and yeah. even international, you have to, to be like as big as most of these guys are. But so. don't, you don't just roll up at a restaurant and hear someone rapping in the corner with yeah. a stand in front of them, you know? <laughs> so I get that. I mean, can you, is there such thing as rap, like, busking? Like, can you go, like, in the streets of, like, a big city yeah, and rap? You can go to Macon and do it just on in downtown. Oh, okay. Uh, Disto did that. He had Macon Music Project. He would just set up a speaker and have somebody perform right in the middle of downtown. So You, you, yeah. That's, you probably make pretty good money off of that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, it, I'm not saying it can't happen, but rap is such a niche genre. You know, most people don't like it, you know, on a broad scale. You know, and restaurants is a bunch of old white people trying to eat nachos and shit, and they don't want to hear rap music. Yeah, I remember one time when I was uh, my my friend's band um, in Atlanta. They were a metal band, and they had some, like, weird dude, like, managing them. And uh, he set them up a show at a, a bar but uh, when we got there, it ended up being like a family restaurant pub or something like that that, oh. had, that had a bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the only people there were like old people. <laughs> and uh, what they had, like, they are getting paid, so they had to play their music. And uh, he's just up there like screaming, but he's like away from the mic. So it's, so not, no one was so like- it's not that loud. <laughs> and it was super loud, too. Like, it was like the people in the restaurant that were like, it's not my style of music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. And one now. of the kids that went with us started hardcore dancing. <laughs> 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 it's amazing, dude. Dude, have, you, have, you, have y'all ever used Afton shows for booking? No. Dude, it was the worst fucking thing ever. They're like, they, they only have Atlanta market. They didn't have anything down in Macon. So they would give, they would book anybody pretty much. You just sign up, they'll put you on any show, and then they give you like tickets to try and sell. I'm like, hey, first of all, it's a hard sale to get anybody to drive all the way to fucking Atlanta for us, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then it's like, all right, whatever. We tried our best. I think we might have got like two or three people to come with us. Hey man, that's better than nothing. Yeah, I but guess. we had to, you know, we had to like get them in and everything. So it's like, you know, it didn't do us any good. I got spoiled on my first show when I when I joined this band Mos Eisley in Atlanta. They were originally a band called Slaughter Strike Sunday, and they uh, got they dropped a guitarist and a drummer and replaced the drummer, and then they replaced the guitarist. I went up to hang out with them because I knew the vocalist, and I was so much better at the guitar than the guy that they had. That was like I went with them to record, and I was like helping him. Like, oh my <laughs> it was gosh, bad. Go I was man. like, oh dude, you want me to? Do- I'll do that. Like, because he couldn't do triplets. Yeah, he couldn't okay. do simple triplets. It's like, oh, I'll do that for you, man. No problem. And then the next day, they're like, "You want to join the band?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." But I, so <laughs> I, they kicked him out. I joined the band, and uh, the first show we played, we played. Uh, there was one spot after us, and then the headliner, and there was like a six band. So I got like the first show oh, I ever played nice. was their debut show as a new band that already had a following as an as a different named band. And the headliner was Dr. Acula when they were in their prime. Oh, my yeah. gosh, dude. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. And we sold all 50 of our pre-sales and got $3 per ticket. So we made $150. So I was like, oh, dude, it's so easy to make money in a band. <laughs> like my first show ever, like I got like spoiled on. And uh, that's to this day the biggest show I ever played was that first show. <laughs> Dr. Acula, man, for real. Yeah, it was. They were amazing. 
And uh, it was, I mean, you've been to Swayze's before, right? I've heard of it. I'm okay. sure if he's showed it to me, I know yeah, what you're talking they're, about. They have a lot of shows. Like they kind of, they're one of those places that have, like, to me, no disrespect to them, but they have a little too many shows. So the, the people that show up are kind of sparse unless it's a huge show. So most of the shows that I've been to there have been like 15, maybe 20 people max. Mm-hmm. And this is the only time I've ever seen. So my first show completely packed to the door. So there's probably like a couple hundred people there. And uh, it really uh, laid the groundwork <laughs> for... Uh, Disappointment. <laughs> well, my, I had a sol- solo, uh, one of the songs... And, you know, it was my first show, so I don't know really, like, what to expect. And I started on the wrong fret. Nice, no, dude. No, the wrong uh, string. I started on the wrong string, and I, like, looked over at my vocalist in horror, and he was like, got this. Like, he just mouthed, <laughs> you got this. So I just paused for a second, and it was like, I figured out what happened, and then I fixed it, and then, like, it was fine from there. But... I I I started to choke at first. Your body's shutting down. You know, seeing the light and everything. Season up. He's gonna take care of my family when I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was pretty scary at the moment, but uh, it was nice. Like, it's pretty surprising when you start playing that you realize like, oh, bands mess up all the time. They just like don't let you notice it. Mm -hmm. They're playing shows. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so that's what makes a good band as well, is just covering up your fuck-ups not letting them notice it. Exactly. Or have, playing with confidence whether you fuck something up or not. And noise gates. Yeah. Yeah, because that will save your life. <laughs> Usually the noise gate on this thing fucks us up because somebody sits too far away from the microphone and it cuts them out. Yeah. It starts clipping. <laughs> yeah, and I got to say, hey, get on the microphone if you want to talk. <laughs> and then that's like half the episode. Alex, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Call him out, man. He probably doesn't even listen, but he was on the show. That was like half the episode. Hey, you remember when I told you to get close to the fucking mic when you wanted to talk? <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I did pre-prep him with two of the questions that you normally ask, just in case you decide you want to ask them. Oh, I'm sitting here thinking about doing it, too. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I'm going to drop it on him. <laughs> All right. Drop the fucking sad hammer. <laughs> Let's laugh about it before we do it. <laughs> okay, right on. Yeah, all right, all right, cool. All right, let's laugh, pre-laugh, laugh. before we get sad. All right. Then we'll hopefully laugh again after. I don't know why, why it always has to be sad. It doesn't have to be, like, super sad. It's a fucking sad time. question. It's, it's It brings people into a sad place. Yeah, I'm ready. Sure. I, I'm, all right, all right. What is a traumatic experience you've had to overcome in your life? Um... I'm literally asking people, think about the worst, like one of the worst fucking moments of your life. Watching my father die. See how fucking sad that is? But it yeah. it was about, I think, four or five months ago. And um, he, he was a role model. I got a lot of my communication skills from him and like knowing a lot of local people and just businesses and stuff. And I'm just like, he was a role model. And I was adopted. And I just, I don't know, there's a different respect I had for my parents because... I was brought into this world. They were going to abort me, but I was brought into this world anyways to a family who couldn't have children, but they could have chosen not to have children and been fine with their money, but they chose to (laughs) take us in and take and give us everything they had. So like, I always had that different heart towards my parents, but just watching since I was a kid going up, it was something always in the back of my head. What am I going to do? When my dad dies, what am I going to, how am I going to feel? I, I, I can't handle it. I can't even imagine what that feels like. And just knowing that I never got to even say goodbye to my father, yeah. except for when he had a ventilator down his throat and he couldn't hear what I was saying, even though they say, like, he, oh, he can hear you. I'm like, stop lying to me, dude. Yeah, you know, you'd, you'd like to think, but well, you really yeah. don't know for sure. You know? Yeah. It's hard to say for sure, but. Because he, he had flu A and B, um, pneumonia that kept coming back. His liver was shutting down. It wasn't COVID or anything, but, like, they were like, just talk to him. And I'm just like, Dad, I'm sorry. I love you and goodbye, you know. But, like, just trying to process that, I think, is why I've been so sick lately. Because yeah. it just still doesn't make sense to me that, like, you were such a good dude and you're the one that's dying. 
Yeah, I, I, <laughs> just, I hate that, man. That just blows my mind. It's the world we live in. I get it. Yeah. So, you know, for, for that reason, I, I lose faith in a lot of things, but that is I, the most traumatic thing I've, I've ever seen. I don't know if it's okay for me to ask, so correct me, you know, if, if it's not, but how how long were you, like, when did you, were you disclosed that you were adopted? Oh, they told me right away. As soon Very as I could on. comprehend, they were like, you were adopted, uh, you had a mom. They were telling me all the details I wanted to know, so... Well, Would you nice. have preferred not to know? Does that matter to you at all? Not at all. Okay. No, I totally endorse it. I think everybody should know that, you know, like, hey, you're adopted, you know. Well, that's what I, you know, like, why would you lie about that for so long to, you know, you, you know, it's your kid. You raised them. You that mm-hmm. you are their parents. That That's all they've ever known. Why would you keep something like that from them? You know, you would think like all the trust that you've spent years building with that kid, it would be broken by, hey, I've been keeping this lie from you for the, all this time. And it really, yeah. that is such a huge gear to change on someone like, hey, by the way, we're not blood related. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Holy where. shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I don't even think of you the same anymore. Like, that that just changes. But coming from someone who's adopted, I, it's really the least touchy subject ever. Because someone will be like, you're adopted? Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what are you sorry about? Could have had a shitty life I if I didn't. Two great parents. Yeah. <laughs> I'm great, man. Yeah, that's yeah. what's up, you know? Yeah. Well, it sounds like he It sounds like he was very a, a good, influential father, and I'm sorry that happened, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. it. I I'm going to drop a hammer on you and say it doesn't ever fucking get easier because my dad's been dead since 2009. And, and I know it won't, There's man. one. <laughs> <laughs> I know it won't. And people tell me that, you know, they're like, it, it'll get better, or they're some will to, say. They're trying to console you, but, you know. And, and I get it. Yeah. It's a good sentiment. Like, yes, I understand that you don't know what to say to me. You know exactly in this Just, situation, you're trying to be nice, but I heard a uh, interesting perspective on it from uh, I think it was from Dane Cook actually when he was talking about it. He said it's the most painful thing you can go through, but the good thing about it is you only have to go through that once because you don't have any more parents to lose. Like after you lose mm-hmm. them, yep. there's no one else that's gonna. <laughs> it's a different kind of pain, obviously. Like you know, maybe if you lose a loved one, but your parents are such a. Yeah, that's just there since day one. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, and I'm not, you know, excuse me, that's not the case for everybody. But, yeah. you know, I'm very blessed with what I got. But just for someone that you grew up with for 28 years, who's provided for you 100 percent. And then you turn around and provide for them because they're losing health. It's just like, what the hell, <laughs> you know, yeah. to lose someone like that. But, yeah, man, it's it's bittersweet. It, it's grown me into a better person and it's given me a different outlook and. Ooh, it did not do the same for me when my dad died. <laughs> I was also 17, so. Well, yeah, because you're over here, you keep saying that you're a failure, and uh, we, both, we, both, we both know that's not true. Well. Me and Scott know that. Right? Some, yeah. some aspects I am. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I, we normally get out of this topic a lot easier and quicker than what I'm doing right now, but. Okay, so it was health problems, right? And did he, mm-hmm. like, deteriorate over time and you just had to see the decline? Yes, before? He, he smoked cigarettes his whole life and uh, drank constantly. So it was just a known fact. The older I got, I would know his time's coming sooner than everybody else's. Okay. And, I, you know, that's something I always talk to him about. Like, Dad, I don't want to lose you, you know, <laughs> in just a few more years, you know, when you could live to be 90, but he just didn't. He didn't care. He'd rather have a cigarette and a glass of whiskey. So, <laughs> did, he, did he enjoy his life? I mean, did he have a good time? I can't say he did. For sure. For like through high school and meeting his wife, my mom, and all that stuff. Yeah, that's probably the time of his life. But they've got, they've both gone through so much stuff, and I've seen so many things happen in their life that I'm just like, you know, I I couldn't even imagine going through what they're going through. So, yeah, I just wish he could have been happy before he died because it's just he was going through a lot of stuff before oh, it happened yeah. so that just replays in my head that like he didn't even get a chance yeah and, yeah so yeah i have to think about it because like my dad it was suicide so it was like boom out of nowhere and it's like shit i wonder how different i would have reacted if it would been like because my grand my grandma my dad's dad she was like diabetic and she had like congestive heart failure and all sorts of shit so it was like a long road for her death so i got and I, you know it was a build up to her dying and i was like all right this is still sad i get it but uh, you know it didn't affect me as much and then like my dad like a year later killed himself and i'm like oh shit dude what the fuck 
But it was so abrupt. You know, yeah. It's like you didn't even have time to process something like that. Well, I guess I wasn't like, we didn't have the best relationship. It was it was building back up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that happened. Kind of put a stop to all so, those plans. So it was like, <laughs> like you say, building back up or y'all were building some kind of relationship. Yeah. Well, at least you guys had that before, mm-hmm. you know? Definitely. Well, yeah. The, the thing was, is like, if I had been around, I'd probably have noticed something because he was like he lost his job and he was working somewhere again finally but i don't think it was very good and then him and his old lady were going on he was he was addicted to meth too so mm-hmm. his logical response to things wasn't there probably so you know just like a whole bunch of fucking things added up <clears throat> to what seemed abrupt i probably would have known was coming if i had oh, been yeah. around well you're also a teenager man and you're living your life you know yeah man you're not it's hard to notice kind of that kind of stuff, of stuff. yeah yeah, yeah. I still don't notice that kind of stuff. I don't. I'm so bad. Condolences <laughs> either way, man. Seriously, yeah. I mean, you shouldn't. No one should have to go through something like that. So. So anyway, speaking of losing our dads, there's this one time I got lost from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like eight, maybe. Actually, a good transition. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I can do yeah. That. <laughs> okay, so Collective Soul. I think it was the band that was playing a show at the Atlanta Motor Speedway, whatever year that was. I guess if I was if I'm correct about my age, this was 20 years ago. So, um, it was at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. I know that for sure. And we're standing over waiting on something. It's me, my dad, and his wife at the time, my stepmom, who was a cunt. I hate that bitch. Anyway, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the Ferris wheel on the other side of the fairground, or the you know yeah. the, like, the, the yard thing they had it set up in. I was like, Dad, let's go ride the Ferris wheel. I thought he said, yeah, let's go. So I fucking left <laughs> immediately. I booked it all the way across the thing to the Ferris wheel. He said, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. No, he was, he was more like a, we will get to it. Just yeah, yeah, you know, hold yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a totally go right now thing. Yep. And I hauled ass over there and I got around. I'm like, Dad, <laughs> Dad, let's talk about another time my dad wasn't there. My birth, according to my mom. <laughs> he was at a wet t-shirt concert <laughs> contest. Can you blame him? I don't. I mean, dude, <laughs> seeing titties, seeing stranger titties as opposed to your child being born, I fucking I don't blame his question in there. <laughs> you support it. I hear yeah. you, Dad. If you're listening somehow from the afterlife, doubt it because you killed yourself. You're in hell. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, that's how it works, right? <laughs> None of this is cathartic. It's oh, no. all just pain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, anyway, I understand, Dad. Wet titties are cool. They are cool. They are totally cool. Let's applaud. <laughs> applaud my dad's decision making. Go, Dad. <laughs> On the titties thing. Probably not the suicide thing. Oh, man. Let's, uh. Let's so lift. we're done with that. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's lift this up a notch, man. Let's get a cigarette. Damn. All right. Let's pull right out of that. <laughs> Uh, this is like, we're almost at an hour now, so we're about to wrap it up. Last oh, question I really like to ask is, uh, what are some things you think we could do to make the world a better place? Well, not talk about our dead dad so much, probably. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I have to say there's, there's so many things that play into what makes the world a better place because the more we progress in society, the more we live off other people's opinions. Yeah. This is just an opinionated nation, a world. It's my way or the highway for everybody. Especially right right now of all the times. And that's exactly right. It doesn't matter what you say, because what would make the world a better place if everybody would chill the hell out? It's an easy answer. It's right in front of us, right? Yeah. If everybody would just chill the fuck out, and live the life that they're supposed to be living and be happy. I mean, who cares? Go talk shit to yourself. Don't go talk shit on the internet or to somebody else. Because no one really cares what you're actually saying. They're just in front of you. Yeah. If you think about it, right? So if we live in that opinionated state where what we were just saying, you can't say shit to nobody without them having a different opinion about it and them being right over your right. Does that make sense? You're always yeah. going to be wrong compared to someone else. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So until... Until so someone else, you might be making the world a worse place. <laughs> so <laughs> until we stop getting so opinionated about things and not listening to others and just trying to like, oh, well, I'm number one and you're not. 
Yeah. Everything's just going to stay the same. That's, that's always been my outlook. So take a chill pill. Take a freaking chill pill, man. Chill Xanax. Pill. It's, it's heartless to say. <laughs> specifically, <laughs> specifically, a lot of Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> and don't, don't get me wrong. I, I get it. I mean, people are supposed to have opinions. That's what we're here to do is to learn from each other and whatnot. But I, like I said, I hate saying it because I've said it to a few people and they don't like it. But no one really cares what anybody says. No yeah. one's really friends with anybody at the end of the day because you're kind of content on your own. You choose to be with that person because they probably talk about something you like to talk about. It's a little deeper. It's like it gets okay. a little deeper than that, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I know I sound totally. a little crazy right now, but I heard a teacher say that to me in fifth grade. Not to me, but... Also, on like the grand scheme of things, yeah. On we're, that kind of level, yeah. We're here to live through life and... You know, she was like, <laughs> I think someone was cheating on her test and they were like talking to each other. And she said, honey, I just want you to know she doesn't really care what you think or say. She doesn't go home wondering what you're going to tell her. And I'm like, damn, that's ringing. And from fifth grade all the way until now, I've been like resonating uh, on some, that. She laid some knowledge on you. <laughs> I'm like, I feel Ours. sorry for them, too, because yeah. they would be traumatized. And I'm over here learning from it, you know. Yeah. But. That's my that's my output. Everybody take a chill pill, man. <laughs> Damn. And there is a there is a problem with like lack of communicate, like lack of like rational communication. I guess you can say like because everyone's like you said on ten like all the time, man. On, mm -hmm. Especially on social media, dude, where they have like no repercussions. Yeah. Like or very little repercussions because they don't feel like they're there in person. Yep. yep. It's a lot safer to talk shit on the internet. Yeah. Is with the you know, the thought behind it. That's where it is, dude. But what they don't know is my boy D Wrench. <laughs> I can't say his name because I guess he's getting in trouble at work. Drench. Yeah. <laughs> my boy Drench will find your address and he will send it to me if I want it. <laughs> so it's not safe. Oh him. Okay. Yeah, you know, you know who now. But yeah, it's very easy to dox people. Apparently. Holy shit, it's so easy to find people's yeah. information online. So chill the fuck out if you're on the internet thinking you're safe. Talking that shit, somebody might pop up on you. That's it, man. For real, it's not worth it. <laughs> My funny, okay, we're we're gonna rap, but the funniest thing is the people that act hard on the internet and they're like, "Come see me, pussy," and everybody's like, "Well, what's your address?" And then they just like go ghost on them. Yeah. It's like, ah, okay, <laughs> so you're just a fucking fraud. Yeah. <laughs> Keep That's one words, thing. Man. Everybody everybody tries to threaten me with violence when I'm trolling them, and I'm like, no. I, I don't bring violence into the equation if I'm trolling, because I'm not going to fight anybody outside of fuck. I'm just fucking with you on the internet, mm -hmm. and I know that's what I'm doing. I don't think I'm any better than anybody or harder than anybody. So people are always like, throw fuck, throw hands. I'm like, dude. You're hitting that 10. Come then. on. You're hitting that 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I do got another question before we wrap up. Um, right. What is something that you're uh, proud of but never get a chance to talk about? Oh my gosh, that's a good question. Proud of the, but, oh gosh. It doesn't even necessarily have to be something you're proud of, but something you're like something into. Something you do. Something you yeah. do or into that. Never really you comes don't really, up. No one I really asked you about or anything. You don't really, yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. Oh, wow. No? I, I'm really not proud of anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. <laughs> you know, hard same, though. Like, I'm really not proud of anything, man. So I, I couldn't yeah. really tell you. Yeah. My parents were, uh, they made this video for my sister, I think, and one of my brothers about like just pictures of them with like these songs and stuff. And it was very nice. And, uh, and my dad was like, "All right, let me what song." I'm like, "Dad, don't make that video for me. I'm not proud of anything. Don't." I'm not. I'm <laughs> yeah, it's cold. It's just gonna be a bunch of pictures of me like failing. Like I don't. Want <laughs> Please just save it. Yeah. Just a bunch of pictures of Scott on the toilet. Uh, hold on. <laughs> hold off for like a few more years. Let me try. And, Everybody uh, else has kid yeah. pictures of accomplishments. Scott's like in his thirties. <laughs> like, all right, now we're good for that fucking photo set. <laughs> but That's a good question. Pride's so weird though. Like. I don't really take pride in a lot because, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people lose themselves to pride. Really they, hard. Yeah, definitely. It's so weird. Slippery slope. <coughs> it's a slippery slope. Well, I, I never thought I'd have a business, and I do. So there you I, go. I think that's cool. But I think the day that I can say I'm proud of something is when I can say that I successfully followed in my father's steps, but in a better version. So like Max, you're a real estate agent now, and you're keeping up with sales <laughs> sales that your father has done. I'd be like, "Yo, 
that's it, man. Dope. I'm proud, you know, but. Yeah. Well, another thing I've also noticed as well is um, that I think you should be proud of is um, you have a lot of you're one of the few people that actually attempt to go after their ambitions and you've tried to like, you know, if no matter how different it is from what you were already doing before or trying to do, like you at least try you dabble in it and you go, all right, let me try this, Mm -hmm. make some music, work on that. Then you jump into this thing that you like do. Like you have a lot of different. Uh, avenues and skills that you've tried and you've been into and you've dabbled in. So Thanks, man. Uh, I think that's cool. That's awesome to hear. I appreciate it more than you can actually imagine. So I'm proud of that. I'm glad we talked about it. There you go. See, there you go. There's <laughs> your thing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, man. All right. So I think we're, I think we're going to wrap now. Hey, it's a good closing point. Good? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. So again, this has been babbling oh. and dabbling. Oh, sorry. Scott's got I'm sure you're actually going on the, on the right track. I, I was to make sure he can get a chance to plug his uh, thing. again. Yep. We do, yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I right. fucked it up. No. I fucked it up. No, all right, go ahead. Blah, blah, blah. He really fucked that one up, dude. Hold on, wait for the long pause. Oof. There we go. I'm not really good, actually. All right. Figuring out the length of pause there before the oof. All right, so that's been another episode of Babbling and Dabbling. Again, well, not again. It's the first time I'm saying it. But anyway, thank you for checking us out. If this is your first time, welcome. <coughs> if you're a return listener, thank you for coming back. As always, we love you. Thank you so much. Again, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All at D... Uh, fucking up. That's mine. Babbling, dabbling. That's <laughs> B-A-B-B-L-I-N. D-A-B-B-L-I-N. All right. And uh, Max, where were you at again? Max Moore Marketing, LLC. You can check me out on Facebook or Instagram. Dope. All right, now, my favorite part, unless it's a shitty answer, then it won't be my favorite part, but not to put you on the spot like that. I told you at the beginning of the episode, we're going to have you name this. So, anything that we've talked about, or just anything in general, you can name that episode this. This episode is named 49.